This is Facing Fentanyl. Interviews with actual users. That was my first encounter with fentanyl. Their experiences. My nose was to the steering wheel and I could barely stay awake. But most importantly, the lessons leading them out. I'm the only person in that picture that's still alive today. Where they can speak of what it is to be facing fentanyl. The following interviews depict substance use and mental health disorders, including abuse, depression, suicide, and trauma. If you or someone you know are suffering from these disorders, we recommend reaching out to the National Prevention Lifeline at suicidepreventionlifeline.org or the National Alliance on Mental Health at nami.org. That's N-A-M-I.org. Listener discretion is advised. We'd like to thank our sponsor, La Jolla Recovery, before getting back to our interview. La Jolla Recovery is an alcohol and drug treatment center in San Diego, providing evidence-based solutions to addiction for over 12 years. The pandemic has impacted mental health immensely, and if you're wondering whether a loved one or yourself might be using a substance beyond recreation or fun or social bonding, La Jolla Recovery wants to answer all your questions in a private and confidential manner at LaJollaRecovery.com. That's L-A-J-O-L-L-A Recovery.com. That's again L-A-J-O-L-L-A Recovery.com. Now back to our interview. All these these people that I've known have died recently, like none of them were 30 years old. They're all younger. So basically their life has been cut incredibly short. Not only that, it's having to, to talk to their parents is probably like the worst thing you can do. Like it's just like these parents, parents don't aren't supposed to bury their children and then they're having to, you know? And I couldn't even imagine like like I said, my mom is a, a big support in me getting sober and a big reason why I got sober. And um, I just couldn't imagine my mom having to put my mom through that, you know? What, what would you say to a parent who doesn't understand? What, what signs should they look for and what can they start doing while, while a loved one is, is starting or thinking about getting help? Um, if you think your child's using, um, I say like telltale signs that they're using an opiate in general, not specifically fentanyl, but all together is definitely like always tired, sleeping a lot, um, no real drive, um, pinpoint eyes, pinpoint pupils, like really small pupils, raspy voice. Um, so, and they go from like cool, calm and collected to like super irritated within a matter of hours or minutes um just um lethargy you know just nodding off sitting down their head keeps nodding down and just like general bad attitude because that's how i was just like super bad attitude to everyone that loved me my parents my grandparents just treating them like shit what what can they do what if they're they they're do? seeing all of these signs i don't know i just uh i do know i, I just want to say that um it's not your fault and you didn't do anything wrong, you know, there's, there's nothing, I feel like there's no decision that you made or nothing that you did that drove your child to use an opiate. It just so happened that way, you know. Um, it's not that they didn't do a good enough job or a bad job or whatever it may be. It's just like how the cards played out. And um, I would say just try and talk to them and try and help them. And you have to treat them like a sick person because they are sick. You know, they're sick and um, no one chooses to become a heroin addict. No one wakes up, like no one goes to school on career day and they're like, dude, I just want to shoot heroin and not fucking for the rest of my life and, you know, kick it on 29th Street. You know, they don't want to do that. It's just like, it's a gradual progression 
and it's and once you get to a certain point, it's a very quick progression. Do you think it's important for a parent to set some limits, or after a certain amount, can can they start enabling? Absolutely, they can enable. My mom did it. Um, my grandparents did it far longer than my mom did it. My mom knew what was up and uh, by giving all financial finances. So. Um, so you know, cutting finances can be a good thing. Yeah, it's it's probably one of the better decisions my mom ever made. Um, it must be point. scary too, because you kind of you don't want someone to go down whatever that route is. Yeah, but yeah, you would you say it's necessary to cut them off? Yes, for sure, for sure. Okay, money, like just throwing money at the problem is not going to fix it. It's going to make it worse. Um, potentially, like when you just uh, don't want to deal with the problem yourself and just throw money at the problem, they, they could end up dead. You know, I see that a lot. Like, kids, like, their parents are just tired of dealing with them, so they just give them a car and give them an apartment and continue to fund their drug use, and they're able to use how they want, and they end up dead, and it's unfortunate. And it's probably not because they want to be mean or want to cause more problems. They, they just think that... They want to help. They just don't know how, I feel like, because... Um, you know, my mom... Stop the enabling. Yeah, when my mom cut me off financially, I was fucking pissed at it dude i was livid at the time and uh my grandparents continued see my grandparents just had no idea what was going on had they had a grip on it they would have stopped it but you know i kind of masked it for a while and their intentions were nothing but to help you know they just didn't know what was going on but you know um i feel like if you cut them off financially um then it's it's really up to them their life could get far worse and maybe that's what they need some people need to go through some really tough times like whether that be homelessness or like um just going out there and having to make their own money you know it's it, but, it but it's kind of hard to around. tell that person that because it might also lead to death like this is this this does kill for sure absolutely it does yeah 100 but enabling it's important to stop and i would, I would helping. Say so, yeah because i feel like in hindsight that was um that helped me out a lot And where where were your where was your mom getting support or finding information such as stop helping financially? Uh, she just like knew what was going on, and she just like she saw where I was headed, and just decided she didn't want to be a part of that anymore. She didn't want to, um, you know, fund where I was going, and she knew what where the, exactly where the money was. Did going. she go speak with someone, support groups? Because it's counterintuitive, right? Yeah, it's common that the addict pulls in the family and the family starts feeling guilty and they're kind of... Right, yeah. My mom, I think my mom just knew what was best. Codependent. Yeah, from her whole experience, just knew what was best. I don't really think she, uh, I don't know, she talked to her, maybe her friends at work, I have no idea. But I, I think it was pretty much, I think my stepdad also had a large influence on that decision, you know. Because, you know, I remember times where, like, my mom would do it but my stepdad couldn't find out. That's kind of like, you know, like the term. So, and then my stepdad really started cracking down on it, you know? And uh, I, I, my mom didn't want to do it ever. It was just like guilt tripping my mom. Like, oh, you know, I'm this way because of you and just saying super hurtful, gnarly shit. So they would cave. So when you're going through, when you're going through addiction, you also will hurt emotionally loved ones. Yeah. Try I, to, it sounds like I set have. them apart to cause them problems. Cause that, extends your addiction yeah I mean I, I have said like some really 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 hateful shit to like my mom and you know um, and I've done like I've stolen tens of thousands of dollars worth of uh, 
jewelry and things from my, my grandparents and like irreplaceable jewelry, things that they will never, ever be able to get back and things that like it would take me a long time as of right now to pay back. And for them to like be able to look at me in the eye and like tell me they love me, I just, to this day, I don't understand it because of like all the awful things I've done to them, you know? I just can't, I don't know why, but I'm grateful for it, you know? Well, I'm very grateful for, for your story. Hopefully someone can hear this and say, I'm not alone and there is a way out. For sure. I, I really commend you and I'm really inspired and I want to thank you for sharing this story with us and uh, and sharing what, what worked because it seems that uh, support groups, detox, treatment, medication-assisted treatment, sober living and continuing that journey every day is just very necessary. For sure. And for parents to be aware that they can also have a say in it and sometimes by, by being setting, uh, setting boundaries. Yeah, tough love. Tough love. Yeah. Um, for sure, yeah, I like tough love because, you know, you went from being enabled and now you have to go out there and make money on your own and it's probably not by the best means and it's it's like, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough when you have to get out there and get it on your own, especially when you're dope sick and you have to go hustle and steal from Target or Walmart and you don't feel good and you're fucking risking going to jail and you're fucking in a... Uh, a 1989 Honda with no air conditioning and like you guys are all dope sick and riding around trying to get enough money to get high so it's, it's better dope. this side of the street I agree yeah my life is like leaps and bounds better and just like did you ever imagine you could have a life outside of where you were at I knew I was capable of it I just didn't know if I would be able to stop using for that amount of time um, like I knew what I was capable of when I'm sober because I've experienced glimpses of it before but I just never really just put all the pieces together I know you couldn't imagine it sounds to me you're, you're sharing a story yet I see you 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 know you're getting calls from work as we're having this conversation right. and I don't want to interrupt that but I'm just very grateful and uh, well it, here's to your new life and to people hearing this and hopefully getting better yeah I hope so thank you Rob oh thanks so much This is Facing Fentanyl.